0: RTHK, the news at 11 with Andrew Shirovsky. Tonight's headlines. The former husband of fashion influencer Abby Choi, his brother and father, appear in court charged with her murder. Official figures show that Hong Kong's exports fell 36.7% year on year last month, marking a ninth straight month of declines. And Hong Kongers heading to Macau celebrate the enclave's decision to drop its mask mandate from today. Four former relatives of the murdered 28-year-old fashion influencer, Abby Choi, have been remanded in custody. They appeared at the Kowloon City Magistracy today on charges of murder and perverting the course of justice. Frank Young reports.
1: The victim's ex-husband, Alex Kwong, along with his elder brother, Anthony Kwong, and father, Kwong Kao, were charged with murdering the fashion influencer on the 21st of this month. Kwong's mother, Jenny Lee, faces a charge of perverting the course of justice. Acting Principal Magistrate Pioni Wong adjourned the case to May the 8th. Three of the suspects were arrested on Friday, before officers picked up the ex-husband in Tongchong on Saturday. A fifth suspect, a 47-year-old woman, has also been arrested in connection with the case. In their probe into the brutal murder, police found a head and ribs on Sunday, two days after discovering the victim's limbs in a fridge at a village house in Longmei Village.
0: Government figures show that Hong Kong's exports fell 36.7% last month from January 2021, 2021, marking a ninth straight month of decline. Imports slid just over 30%. A government spokesman attributed the plunge in trade to a slackened external environment and the early Lunar New Year. But he said he expects faster economic growth to come on the mainland and the lifting of restrictions on cross-border truck movements to alleviate some of the pressure. Absurdist sci-fi comedy, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once has continued its strong showing at this year's Hollywood Awards by earning Best Film Cast honors from the Screen Actors Guild. The film is about a Chinese-American family undergoing a tax audit who end up fighting a universe-hopping supervillain. It also scored wins in three of the four individual acting categories, including Best Actress for Michelle Yeoh. James Marsh is a Hong Kong-based film critic.
2: I think the industry particularly in the US is looking for an increase in diversity and in representation for, you know, a number of underrepresented groups. And this film is features a, an almost entirely sort of Asian or Asian American cast and is about those things. It's about celebrating the lives of Asian immigrants in the US. And so I think it sort of plays into a number of themes that are being talked about in the cultural conversation as a whole. But I think we should not overlook the fact that it's just a really good film. It's a really entertaining film that uh, you know, encapsulates a number of genres and has some great performances.
0: Hong Kong tourists heading to Macau have welcomed the SAR's dropping of its mask mandate today, saying it's a wise move after three years of COVID-19 people are no longer required to wear a mask outdoors in the neighboring SAR, while supervisors of most indoor venues can decide for themselves whether to impose masking. Mr. Leung, who was going to Macau for some sightseeing, said he's not too worried about the COVID situation there. Well, I think it's normal to have these measures relaxed, so I'm happy to have it. All
2: these figures are telling us that it's safe and the vaccination rate is very high. But
0: I was told that the members of the public who still have to put on their mask when in public transport. So it's still a very safe arrangement. So it's a good balance. However, another visitor to Macau, Ms. Yip, said she would be keeping her mask on.
1: Because when they recovered the traveling and then people all around the world will come to Macau, I still use the mask. I, I think I can protect myself.
0: Turning overseas now, and the head of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, has said she's looking forward to opening a new chapter with Britain ahead of an expected breakthrough on a long-running dispute over Northern Ireland. She'll shortly meet the British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, near London to finalize a revised deal on the Northern Ireland Protocol. And a look at the weather for tonight and tomorrow, mainly fine. It'll, it'll be cool tomorrow morning with lows of about 15 degrees in town, a couple of degrees lower in the new territories, and highs of around 22. The outlook, fine and dry in the next few days, but cool at night and in the mornings, warm with some haze on Wednesday. Currently, the temperature is 16 degrees, with the relative humidity 74%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The U.N.'s human rights chief has condemned what he called Russia's senseless invasion of Ukraine at the start of a Human Rights Council session. It's expected to see calls for more investigations into alleged Russian war crimes. Volker Turk warned that progress on human rights was being reined back and even reversed. The U.N. Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, urged governments to honor fundamental human rights.
2: The Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which should be our common blueprint, is too often misused and abused. Some governments chip away at it, others use a wrecking ball. And today's public disregard and private disdain for human rights are a wake-up call. This is a moment to stand on the right side of history.
0: The first woman to serve as Speaker of the House of Commons in Britain, Betty Boothroyd, has died at the age of 93. Lady Boothroyd entered politics in 1973 as a Labour Party MP. The BBC's Helen Catt looks back at her life.
1: Betty Boothroyd had been on the stage as a dancer, one of the famous tiller girls. She worked as a secretary to politicians before becoming a Labour MP in West Bromwich. In 1992, she became the first female speaker with a brisk, no-nonsense style that became internationally famous thanks to the broadcasting of Parliament. She chose not to wear the traditional speaker's wig, but upheld most Commons customs. Asked how she'd like to be addressed, she told MPs, call me madam. After eight years, she retired as an MP and later entered the Lords as Baroness Boothroyd, where she was a fierce opponent of plans to elect peers and a vocal critic of Brexit and, on occasion, Boris Johnson.
0: Israel has deployed extra troops to the occupied West Bank after a Palestinian man was shot dead as Israeli settlers attacked Palestinian villages overnight, setting fire to houses and cars. The rioting that lasted several hours was in response to the killing yesterday of two Jewish brothers in one of the villages, Hawara. A far-right member of the governing coalition in Israel, Zvika Vogel, said that Israel needs burning villages to achieve deterrence. China has accused Washington of politicizing the origins of the coronavirus after reports that the U.S. Energy Department found that the pandemic was likely to have started with the laboratory leak in Wuhan. But the White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said there was no definitive answer and that a variety of views remained. In finance news, shares of boutique bank China Renaissance rose by over 2% in Hong Kong today after it was announced that its chairman, Bao Fan, was cooperating with mainland authorities in an investigation. But as Natalie Ching reports, the Beijing-based investment bank didn't disclose details of the probe or explain what has
1: happened to its founder. Last week's disappearance of Bao Fan, who was a major figure in the tech industry and a key player in the emergence of various domestic internet startups, sent shares of China Renaissance plunging. But the bank's share price rebounded a day after it said it was aware that its chairman is currently cooperating in an investigation being carried out by certain authorities on the mainland. In a statement, the company pledged to duly cooperate and assist with any lawful request from the relevant PCR authorities if and when made. China Renaissance also stressed that its business and operations remained normal. Reuters news agency reported last week that authorities had taken Mr. Bao away earlier this month to assist in an investigation into a former colleague, Tong Lin, the company's former president. Mr. Bao was involved in a number of major technology mergers, including the tie-up of ride-hailing firms Didi and Di, food delivery giants Meituan and Dianping, and travel planning platforms Z-Trip and Chunar. His investment bank has developed into a global financial institution with more than 700 employees and offices in Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Singapore and New York.
0: CLP Holdings has announced that its annual profit shrank by over 89 percent to $924 million last year, citing operational changes in Australia, where a period of energy transition has led to market volatility. The company says these losses were partly offset by a strong performance in its Hong Kong and mainland operations, where combined earnings grew by $800 million. Despite the gloomy results, CLP said total dividends for the year will match 2021's $3.10 per share. South Korea has announced a plan to cut its dependence on China for the supply of key minerals, including lithium and nickel, by 50% by 2030. At the moment, Seoul relies on China for 80% of the minerals it needs for products such as electric car batteries and renewable energy resources such as solar power. South Korea is also doubling its stockpile of strategic minerals and expanding cooperation with 30 resource-rich countries in hopes of reducing its dependence on Beijing. And in sport, we start with football. Manchester United are celebrating an English League Cup title after beating Newcastle 2-0 in the final at Wembley. More from the BBC's John Murray.
1: This was a final that was always going to be billed as a kind of beginning for the winners. And so it is for Eric ten Hag, whose team collects a trophy for Manchester United at the first opportunity since he took over at the end of last season. Newcastle United supporters helped to create a vibrant black and white backdrop as they appeared in their first final this century. But Manchester United had more on the pitch and effectively won it with two goals in five minutes late in the first half. First, Casemiro headed in from a sure free kick, then Marcus Rashford's shot deflected off Sven Botman and up and over debutant goalkeeper Loris Carriers for an own goal. Newcastle couldn't make any inroads in the second half until goalkeeper De Gea touched a laid Joe Linton header onto the crossbar and so Manchester United deservedly got their hands on a trophy for the first time for six years.
0: United are still in the FA Cup and they're into the last 16 of the Europa League after beating Barcelona last week and are up to third in the English Premier League. An excellent first season so far under Eric Ten Hag and he's
1: hopeful of more. We have to keep that positive vibe and then even more has to come. Is this the first of many? Are you confident of that? I I think this will bring us confidence. We can do, but uh, uh, it's not business as usual. You have to fight for it. You have to take effort in it. You have to so invest in it. You have to sacrifice, you have to suffer, and not only on the game day, but every day um, on the training pitch. And if we do that, yeah, then it's possible that we will be successful.
0: Newcastle's defeat comes amid a poor run of form. After winning just four of their last 12 games, they're out of the FA Cup and surrendered fourth place in the Premier League to Spurs overnight. But manager Eddie Howe had no complaints about the loss at Wembley
2: i thought we played really well between both boxes today i thought we gave everything to the game there's no lack of effort or commitment from the group but we just didn't get those breaks both ends i thought second goal is a killer for us but then we do everything we can to try and get back in the game we have to survive some dangerous moments on transitions but the players gave everything we had we had the chances i felt but uh, we didn't take them and ultimately that's why we lose
0: Tottenham's 2-0 win over Chelsea boosted their hopes of Champions League football next season, but also piled the pressure on Blues boss Graham Potter. Chelsea have won just two of their last 15 games. They're now 14 points outside the top four, although Potter says he still believes in the quality of his team.
2: We're here to win. We're here to compete. We're here to um, get victories. That's what makes our life better. And at the moment, we're not getting those. So, of course, it's not, it's not pleasant, but we know our responsibilities. We know we have to... Um, keep fighting we have to keep keep sticking together to to turn it round i believe in the players i believe in their personality i believe in the quality that they have as footballers but um at the moment it's no denying we yeah, we are suffering
0: in Germany, Bayern Munich beat fellow title contenders Union Berlin 3-0 to move back to the top of the Bundesliga ahead of Borussia Dortmund on goal difference. In Spain, La Liga leaders Barcelona fell to a shock 1-0 defeat to Almeria. In Italy, Inter failed to close the gap on Napoli after slipping to a 1-0 loss at Bologna. Now, Napoli remains... 18 points clear at the top. And the French champions Paris Saint-Germain beat Marseille 3-0 to move 8 points clear in the table. German legend Jürgen Klinsmann has been named head coach of South Korea. He succeeded Paulo Bento from Portugal, who led the Tagok Warriors to the round of 16 in last year's World Cup Finals. Portland Trail Blazers sharpshooter Damian Lillard had a career night in the NBA. He scored 71 points against the Houston Rockets. That's a franchise record as well as Lillard's career high. It also tied for the most points scored in the NBA this season. Portland rolled to a 131-114 win. Lillard underwent a random drug test after the game, and it turns out someone who's not afraid of taking three-pointers from half court is afraid of needles.
1: I did the urine test yesterday, and then they backed it up with the um, the blood draw tonight after the game. That was actually my first time in my career being tested after a game. And then aside from that, they know that I'm scared of needles. So,
0: And that's the news from RTHK.
2: <laughs> RTHK, radio free. <laughs> Heavenly Shared of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling It's twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you my dear at twilight
1: time
0: And to one and all a very good evening. Thanks ever so much for tuning our way. This is Twilight Time with me, Peter King Forty-five minutes of music just to chill out and relax to, especially if we've had a bit of a Monday. Plus if you'd like a tune a choose a tune, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. And the first one for your entertainment tonight comes from the Association. Together
2: at, last at Is a word I use to describe all the feeling that I have fighting here for you inside. You don't know how many times I've wished that I had told you. You don't know how many times I've wished that I could hold you. You don't know how many times I've wished that you into someone who could cherish me as much as I cherish you Perish is the world I'm beginning to think that man has never found the words that could make you want me that have the right amount of letters just the right sound that could make you hear make you see that you are driving me out of my mind Oh, I could say I need you but then you'd realize you just like a thousand other guys would say they love you with all the rest of their lives when all they wanted was to touch your face your hands and gaze into your eyes that I could mold you into someone who could cherish me as much as I cherish you, and I do cherish you. that you gave to me